Gives lucky hate me, bro. He hate anybody. No, no, anybody. No, no, no. I mean, I, people know how I feel about the whole landlord thing and like how I feel like it's immoral. But that that is not that alone is not enough for me to be like, oh, like you're a terrible person. I hate you. It's just like, yeah, it's it's just like any other choice that I feel like is immoral. I've made plenty of choices in my life that I'm like, hey, Kenny, you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> that is objectively bad. But I did it anyway. So, but with that being said, um, there are there's you know. As long as we're alive, there's always time to redeem some of the more outlandish things we do. So, fellas, let's start off the show the same way we always do. I got a question for y'all boys. A celebrity, any celebrity that is alive today, any celebrity that is alive and well today, you would have to pick him to start a bromance with because we were talking about Lil Baby and James Harden off air. So we we got to say, who would you have a bromance with if you could pick any celebrity and like now this guy's like your best friend, y'all are homies, y'all do a ton of things together now, who would it be? You know, I was thinking about this because I had no idea what my answer was going to be before we started the pod. I'm going to go with Mark Phillips from RDC World. Oh, that's a good one. That's Dude, a good funny, one. funny, you know what I'm saying? You make dope content. We can make content a, together. I'll be part of the crew. I think that'll be my answer. Honestly, I feel like you'd be a great addition to RDC World. I feel like you would be an excellent addition. Thank you. He don't watch enough Thank anime, you. though. That's the only flaw he got. Yeah, I, I'm about to catch up on some anime. I'm not I'm not yeah. as deep in my anime bag as most I'm people think. I'm surprised that you don't watch a lot of anime. I, that bro, is surprising. Most people, I don't know what it is. Most people assume that I'm like into anime, bro. I've probably seen like four or five anime like the entire series and my entire life bro well four to five is still a lot that's still kind of a lot nah not compared to anime heads but that's different that's like saying you don't watch a lot of sports compared to like a diehard football fan like of course but like that's you know like that four to five series that's what Dragon Ball Z I've watched all of the Dragon Ball so I'm not gonna count those as three different series I'm gonna count that as one Um, I haven't seen all of Naruto I've seen all of Attack on Titan Um, I've seen all of Dr. Stone Um, I've seen all of Fruits Basket I've seen all of uh, Psyche No K and then whatever that uh, basketball anime is I saw all of that one but I forgot how you pronounce it so six that's a lot of anime, bro. And Food Wars 7. All right, That's a yeah. lot of anime. Does Avatar count as anime? I feel like it doesn't. It nah. technically doesn't. If it did, then we have to say 8. Uh, yeah, because like, that's, I've seen the Dragon Balls. But, that, but, that's it. But, Pokemon count as anime. I know you've seen Pokemon. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've seen, I've seen Pokemon. every, every, uh, Every arc of a Pokemon. Boy, the, the so movie, the movie where he got turned into a stone and then got unfrozen by Pikachu. Do you know how mad you got to be to try to steal on Mewtwo, bro? What Mewtwo like, tear that boy up? I'm leaving. I'm le- if, if the fate of the Earth is down to me fighting Mewtwo, Earth is cooked. Ash said, "Aliens put it at the Earth. I will Pikachu. I will Pikachu, bro. What?" I'm sorry, bro. I'm not finna be at the Pokey Battle fourth quarter asking why the hell is Ash in. I'm not. I'm not. Hey, hey, you got it, bro. You you can fight me too. I'm not finna do it. I I just leveled up this Gyarados from a Magic Arc, and you think that I'm finna fight this Mewtwo? You think think through? Y'all ain't do nothing when he was jumping on me. Chris, who would be yours? Who would be your bro? You, you you know, 
I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. I thought hard about this, man. I I, mean, I had a lot of strategic decisions. It, the easiest ones was going to be somebody like Mark Cuban or Bill Gates. Because, like, you, you, you bros with them, like, hey, Mark Cuban, I'm mad. Can you go buy this store? Like, you know, the type of power you have as a friend like that. You'd be like, how much the store cost? You say, uh, they probably go out of business if you buy them off of $2 million. That's like when he walk around, like, in his pocket, probably. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so I, I don't want to go that route, though. I want to do something fun. So for me, and, and this is a new discovery that I have, you know, who a cool dude, bro. I really, really, really would be uh, bros, bros with Paul George, bro. Like if you watch, like if you listen to his podcast, bro, really just a chill dude. And that's probably some of his problems with hooping. He too chill, but bro, really just a cool dude. Like he he don't he don't want to argue with nobody. He just I can think know, of more reasons than one why you and Paul George would be great friends. Would be amazing friends. <laughs> tiny, that tiny hill, that tiny hill lies. You just like me. We just like each other for real. We twin hill. <laughs> they both got we tiny twin. hair lies, though. We t- <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 guy! Don't start with hair jokes. Hey, don't start with hair jokes. Hey, don't start all, with hair. I'll tell you, turn around. All I know, back your head. All, <laughs> all, I, know, all I know is that it, it would definitely track. I would definitely be like, yeah, yeah, those two, they belong together. Bro, belong like, together. like we, we would be gang, right? Like, like, yeah, like yeah, that's it's yeah, yeah, Mine would be the rock. Mine would be the rock. Bro, it's like. I, I like now, working out a lot and like I be needing a workout <laughs> partner, but like I don't have one. And The Rock already got like a, a really buff ball best friend. So I'd be like, all right, bet. Like you could use another ball bestie that's like, hey, we ball besties together. Like, <laughs> hey, 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 bro. Hey, bro. Geese put up the rest of the noops, bro, with The Rock, dog. They be so sick. He'll be like, bro, Geese, he don't got no soldiers to send me with, bro. Why you bring him? Don't bro? matter to me. Why, <laughs> why you bring hey, him, bro? Just, just because, listen, y'all know I'm a proud member of Kappa Alpha Psi. Don't mean all my friends got to be Kappa. Hey, I don't care. Listen, I'm. <laughs> Come on, bro. This is Dwayne Johnson. You understand? Do you know how many red carpets I'm going to be on, bro? Do you know how many? I'm actually going to get to shoot my shot at Serena. What? What? I'm curious, not Giz. Why you think me and Paul George would be gang for real? Like, I'm really curious. I know you probably can't say something. Well, there was something that happened with Doc Rivers and him. And maybe somebody related (laughs) that made me think this twin though this evil twin evil twin this is, you do it I'ma do it we we, hey, we all the same we just ain't got for real you know I'm sorry mean? I asked bro I'm sorry just, I asked bro I'm sorry uh, hey I'm just saying I, I think that y'all will have a great time together I think that y'all too will have a great time together. bro look like look Paul right. George he, he only played Call of Duty 2K like me you know he liked yeah, the you know, he be chilling, you know. He, he got a podcast. I, I will you, say, yeah. Podcast P is becoming one of my favorite pods. Yeah, bro, Podcast P lit. But that, that's my point. I think that y'all, I think y'all would be a great pair. I think, bro, getting to work out with The Rock every day, I'll probably get annoyed waking up that early, but also, like, being woke up that early by somebody that's like, all right, you got to get up and go. Because, like, most days I get up, do my push-ups, read some songs, start my day, all that good stuff. But, like, having somebody there that's like, Hey man, get your ass up. We about to go squat six hundred pounds right now, and it's like we are, we are gonna do that. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be really great for me. So that's that'd be my choice. But fellas, enough of the friendliness. We got to talk about 
some locker room turmoil, some blown game sevens, and these NBA finals as well as a team that is tanking in a way that, you know, the NFL version of the process, the Caleb Williams lottery is now on. JK, the NFL doesn't have a lottery. Whoever is the worst team gets the first pick. But the Caleb Williams tankathon is on, and the Cardinals are fighting. They fighting for that early pole position. Are y'all ready to get into it today? I'm ready for it. Yes, sir. All righty. Well, let's do it. What's up, y'all? Have a seat. It's your favorite hour of the week with the Facts Over Axe crew. We got the master, the mixing master, Josh Guyton in the building. That is I. We got the money man, the man of the plan, Chris Allen in the building. Right here, right here. And then you got the little old MC. That's me, Kenton Gibbs. Now, fellas, the heat made us sweat a little bit, pun intended. You see what I did there? Uh, heat made us sweat. But anyway, the heat went up 3-0 and then lost three straight only to mop Boston at home. Shout out to my brother, Audio God, in the comments. They shouldn't have went this heaven. But what did y'all think? at the end of this or what do you think at the conclusion of this um, at the conclusion of this this series Eastern Conference Finals what are your takeaways um, my takeaways are that what well, one shout out to Miami making it this far as an eight seed making this far with seven undrafted players on the roster is is absurd um, hey, that's that you you know you got to separate uh, NC State legend Caleb Martin out of that group. You know what I mean? Like he should have <laughs> went undrafted for real. No, I'm joking. He definitely should have went undrafted. And the last school he played at was Nevada. Fun fact there. But anywho, go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah. So so shout out to them. I we'll get to the actual finals later. What we think Miami is going to do in the finals, but Boston. Um, I know we're going to talk shortly about how whether or not Boston should break it up. <coughs> I don't think that they should. However, it's a serious uh, personnel problem in Boston that they have to fix this offseason. Otherwise, we're going to see this core in Boston do the exact same thing every year for the next however many years, because it was some glaring uh, mistakes that worked three games because you're going against a team like Miami who, you know, isn't the best team in the world. But running that same offense they've been running these past few seasons going against heavy hitters, if they would have won yesterday and brought that out against Denver, it would have been Nuggets and four. Okay. All right, Chris, what are your takeaways from this series? I'm going to keep it honest, man. I'm going to keep it honest. Um, the Heat team that lost to the Atlanta Hawks in the play-in tournament in an embarrassing fashion really, really has surprised me. You know, I, I rock with the Rockets in the West, the Heat in the East. I've been like that since 04, 05. Like, I, I've been a, a, a Heat guy for way before LeBron and even before Wade got his first championship, right? And what I'll tell you this is, it's time to have a conversation, right? And that this is going to be a tough conversation for people to realize. But the Heat as an organization and as a coaching staff are neck and neck with the Spurs organization and coaching staff. Neck and neck. I'm being honest with you. Uh, I know Pat Riley in the front office, but Eric Spostra has taken talent same way Greg Popovich has and transcended that talent to deep playoff runs. I don't think Greg Popovich has even done something like this. Seven undrafted players as an eight seed, not to mention losing the first game in the play-in tournament and then going to the finals. I don't think Pop has done that. I I agree. 
And there was actually an argument that was uh, came up from an announcer from about 2019 where he said, Eric Spolster is just another guy in the NBA. He's exactly. just another guy. He's, you know, blah, not really that memorable. He's not, uh, he said he wasn't top three. And then he went on to say he wasn't top 10. And I'm like, at no point in time in Eric Spolster's time as a head coach in the NBA, has he not been top 10? Not once. But, but you Fact. see, not but Gibbs, here, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I think a lot of Spolster's problem is with getting credibility is that he had LeBron James. And like, you know, every coach that had, every coach that LeBron plays with, he's going to get the credit and the coach is going to get all the backlash if they do bad. You know what I mean? Right. Like, for example, Tyron Luke. I know people don't think Ty Lue is a good coach all the time, but I think he's a above average coach. And I think that he's a big part of why they won that ring in 2016. A big part of it. Uh, if you see some of the adjustments he made, you see some of the things he did differently in those three games to come back from 3-1, Ty Lue made a big impact. I mean, remember, I don't know if y'all remember this, but at one point, Tristan Thompson didn't play in the playoffs, right? Like, Kevin Love was the five, LeBron was the four, and they ran a small ball lineup with J.R. Shump and Kyrie. And Kevin Love was outlet passing. He made the decision to start Tristan Thompson and move everybody down because the the uh, Clavaliers had problems rebounding the ball. Like, simple adjustments like that, and they made big results. So I think Spolstra deals with a lot of that because LeBron went there. He won two titles with LeBron. And, you know, but if you think about it, he's always there. Spolstra is always there. But I, I would I think that Spolstra being seen as, quote, unquote, just a guy is the result of championship or bust mentality. Taking a team to the playoffs with Hassan Whiteside as your best player is nothing short of a miracle. And I'm not saying this with the hindsight of what Hassan Whiteside will become. Hassan Whiteside, at his best, was a good rim protector and a rim runner. That is it. Yep. That is all. He was the, he was a, a DeAndre Jordan, cheap man, cheap cheap DeAndre Jordan. That's what I, I would say at his peak, he was DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, I would say I, I would say, I would say it the same, same guy. They were yeah. the exact same guy doing the exact same. DeAndre Jordan was probably a little more athletic, but yeah, yeah. But that's that's pretty much it. In what world? Imagine, can you imagine those Clipper teams with Doc Rivers if they would have got rid of CP3 and Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan was their best player? They wouldn't have smelt yeah. the play in, let alone the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> they would have the play in just for the Clippers. <laughs> and they still wouldn't have won. They still wouldn't. You know what? I remember everybody told me that this Clippers team was a one seed at some point in time. I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I, I was the one to tell everybody this Clippers team ain't never going to be about nothing. It's just who they are. No matter if they in Staples, don't matter if they in Inglewood, don't matter if they in Compton, don't matter if they in Bompton, don't matter if they don't matter where they are. <laughs> the Clippers going to clip it up. But that's another story for another time. I, I truly believe that, you know, that uh, championship robust mentality is why Spo don't get his credit. But there's another thing that I want to get off my chest. Not this series is over. Y'all told me, y'all too, the Beige Bandits, the Waffle Color Warriors on this show told me that Jalen Brown is in the conversation with Jason Tatum. They neck and neck. No, they no, what? no, no. We no, said he was no, a Hall of Famer. We said he was a Hall of Famer, but we did not say that. We said his one name. You know what he is? I, I, I said that. I, I did say that. You know what he is? He's Hall of Fame cap. 
He's Hall of Fame getting in front of Taylor Rooks and talk crazy. That's what he Hall of Fame in. That's it. That's the only thing this man's in the Hall of Fame in. Seven of 43. Seven of 43. Do you know what I'm, do you know the numbers that I'm telling you and why they serve relevance right now? I'm assuming that's his his percentage from three. That's what he did from deep this series. Seven of 43. I'm sorry, 7 and 43, rather. Not 7 of 43. He was 7 of 50. Uh, but that's that's what we're looking at. Wait, no, no, no. 7 of 43. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was 7 of 43, not, not a 50. 7 of 43. So this man shot 16% from deep this series, and y'all had the audacity. Y'all had the nerve, the unmitigated gall to tell me, <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, if Taylor makes it, he got to make it. Hold on, 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 hold on. Oh, I'm holding, I'm holding, please. Enlighten me. It's a flaw in your argument here. Enlighten me, my good brother. And my other babe's band, I see him already digging up the fire. Enlighten me, my good brother. I'm all right, we on the same page. Enlighten me. Where was Tatum game one through three? Please explain that to me. But I where was Tatum? But have I not always said Tatum has times where he goes missing? Have I not always said that? I've just said JB. I just said that. I've just said that Brown is even worse. Brown is even worse than that. Tatum has moments where he goes missing. If he's healthy, he'll have a game or two where he goes missing. Jalen Brown just showed us an entire series of mm, eh. okay, eh. okay. So, so I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think one had a better or worse series than the other. Exactly. They have both had mid series. They both had they both had series. awful series. Jaylen they both Brown, did. Jalen Brown is not, nor will he ever be in the conversation for a Hall of Famer if he continues on the track that he's on. Yeah, Never! Yeah. Do you know some of the people in the Hall of Fame right now? Like, do you understand the Basketball Hall of Fame is the easiest Hall of Fame to get into? I understand that, but the, the times are changing because you have to realize when Jalen Brown retires, let's say, how many more years of basketball y'all think you got to have him? What? Eight? He probably got like 12. Eight to ten. Eight to ten. Let's say eight to ten. Dude, how, how old is Jalen Brown right now? He's 24. He's 24. 24. Is he? Yeah, Jalen Brown got 12, 13 years he left. In today's NBA. He's 26. Yeah. So let's say he plays till 38. <laughs> sure, sure. Let's say he plays till till he's 38 and, and does what he's doing now for the most part. This man, I still don't see based on what his skill set is, what he is good at, what he is bad at, and the fact that realistically players don't get that much better at this age. Like they just don't. There's some players it's rare. Some players do develop a new skill at this age that all of a sudden takes them. We saw it with Brooke Lopez. We never saw a three point shooter out of him. And now all of a sudden the man is, is stretching the floor on the regular. Sure. It's possible. But Jalen Brown has that man's handle bag. He got that 80s dribble package. He, that he, one he can't hand, go right. He can't that, go right. That one hand, that, 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 <clears throat> oh my God, I can't believe he just put his hand <laughs> over the ball. He got that packet. He got, the, <laughs> he got that packet. I mean, we never said Jalen Brown could dribble, but is he crazy athletic? Yes. Can he shoot the three ball most times? Yes. Can he get to the basket most times? Yes. Can he defend at a high level? Yes. These are all the same things that Tatum can do, except Tatum can dribble. And, and I'm and listen, that's that's great. Tatum is also how many inches taller than him? Tatum yeah, he got what, a good 16? three on him. I feel like Two, six, what, six, six, nine, six, nine, six, eleven. Jalen Brown is six six. 
He's six six. Like you can't tell me you're the same guy as him, but you can't dribble and you're shorter. My brother in Christ. I mean, we, we know Tatum is better, but it's not like they got a gap that and, right. And, it's just not me, this huge gap where Tatum is a superstar and, and Jalen Brown is not even close. Say, I didn't say it was a huge gap, but I'm saying Jalen Brown has done nothing to show to me this man I, is going to be in the Hall of Fame. Okay, He's done can, nothing. Can you, because can, can you agree to this, Gibbs? Can you agree to this? Well, Tatum is a, Tatum is definitely a top ten player. Definitely a top ten player, right? Hmm. Mm. I mean, what's the context? I mean, are the whole NBA currently constructed without the rookies in? I'm saying, like, if you say, if you say, like, hey, if I was, if I had a draft regular season and regular the top season. nine players are gone, and like, it's like for one season, one game, or for it's, it's the let's future. say, let's say five year sample size, five year sample size. You okay, start a franchise, start a franchise. franchise, five year sample size, and the top nine guys are gone. Uh, I could see taking Tatum there. I could see it. Okay. I, I'm not sure I would, but I could see it. Okay. Okay. You can see that. If I said do the same exercise and take top 20, I guarantee Jalen Brown somewhere in that. I mean, I'm sure he is, but top 20 is not good enough to be a Hall that's of Famer. That's not. Top 20 top, maybe is not good enough. Top, top 20 is not good enough to be a Hall of Famer? Top 20 in today's game is not going to be enough. Top 20 is good enough to be a Hall of Famer. Let me explain to you why. You would have to be top 20 consistently over a long period of time. I don't think Jalen Brown has that in him. He has been the last two years. He will be I think he has two to three. I think he has two to three left. At tops. Tops. Four years of being a top 20 player does not equal a Hall of Famer to me. That just don't equal a Hall of Famer to me. Okay. I'm sorry. Four years of being a top 20 player? That's crazy. Because if, if four years of being a top 20 player equals the Hall of Fame, then Rip Hamilton should be in the Hall of Fame. I don't know if I'm giving Rip four years. Yeah, Rip never had four years. Either. I don't know if I'm giving Rip four years. When the Pistons went to all those conference finals straight. No, Rip, that was just you're, a good team. Rip wasn't you're top a good team together. I'm not giving Rip, Rip four was years. Not 2020, bro. Top 20. I keep oh Earl God. Monroe is in the Hall of Fame. Earl was top five in the league back then. The NBA was in a different time, number one. And number two, Earl was not top 20. That that boy was him. Okay. Manu Ginobili in the Hall of Fame. One year, two years. Manu Ginobili is in the Hall of Fame because of his international work. He was a part of one of the first teams to beat USA, wasn't he? He got a goal over USA, didn't he? Yes. That's, brother, how many games has USA lost in all Uh, of history in basketball? I got another. What, like three? (laughs) I can keep going. Cody Murphy in the Hall of Fame. Okay, all these international players, stop it. We all know it's different for them. We all Calvin Murphy. I'm saying Calvin Murphy. Who is Calvin Murphy? I I don't remember Calvin Murphy. He played. I mean, he played with the Rockies. So I mean, it was in the 70s though. But Motik's in the Hall of Fame as a player. Motik. Motik. Isn't he like the all-time leader in steals? Or what is he, number two or three? Bro, I'm not hearing that, bro. It's Mo Cheeks, bro. It's Mo Cheeks. Mo Cheeks was one of the best defenders of his era. What are we doing here? He was a top 20 in league for four years. He was not. Mo I, Cheeks. I, I got another in one. In terms of Dave B. Dave B. Oh, Dave B. Dave B. won MVP, Chris. <laughs> are, you, are you fucking. Uh, 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 bro, you better lose our clearance. I'm pretty sure Dave B. won MVP. Are, are you Dave seriously Bing. comparing okay. but, Dave but how Bing many years was Jaylen Dave Rock. being top 20 player? How many years was Dave being top 20? <laughs> Chris, Chris, if he won the MVP, he wasn't top 20. He was top one. He was the, he was the guy 
Why? What do you okay, mean? Okay, but how many years? You know, I, I got I got one for you. I got one for you. If Jalen Brown, hold on, hold on, hold on. If Jalen Brown wins an MVP, I will eat my words and shut up about it. I will say, hey, Jalen Brown is the guy. No, I'm, I'm gonna give you one. I'm gonna give you one that's perfectly in our wheelhouse, recent enough for us to remember. And I know for a fact you don't think he's better than Jalen Brown. Okay. Mitch Richmond is in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Jalen okay. Brown's miles better. Jalen Brown better than Mitch Richmond, bro. Here's what I tell you. Here's what I tell you. One for one. One for one. Jalen Brown is a better player. However, the only thing that I will say works in Mitch Richmond's favor is the fact that when he was playing. It was a very, very different time, and he was the best player on some very terrible teams. If it was not for him, nobody would have paid attention to those terrible teams okay. at all. Okay. Nobody would have paid attention to those teams you, at all. He I, wasn't I the got, second I guy. I got, I got he wasn't start. the guy. You take Jalen Brown and put him on the Rockets or the Pistons right now, right? Is he not the best player, right? Yeah. Do you think either of those teams have a shot at getting into the play-in or playoffs? No. Not, you don't think the Rockets or the Pistons with Jalen Brown? Hold on, hold on. Next year, you're looking at a healthy K. The Pistons, yes. Rockets, no. So you're saying Jalen Green, Al P, KPJ, and Jabari Smith Jr., all with another year experience, and you add Jalen Brown to the mix, is not a play-in team contender. Every single thing about that franchise is poverty. Every single thing about it. Okay, okay. Okay, when you hear okay, you every that, former player that's been there, the Pistons. Same when you hear the every former player that's been there saying this is an unserious clown show, when you hear Eric Gordon, when have you ever? I didn't even know what Eric Gordon's voice sounded like. <laughs> you know what the first words I heard him say were, "What's the player development here like? There is no player development." Okay, like, I, I hear you. Uh, I hear you. I hear you. What are we doing? You, I hear you. Okay, but the Pistons have the same record. You just said yes. The Pistons might right. Be, it, it's a difference between record and what your team is setting up to be in the future. I it's a it's a vast difference between you, those kids. two. I hear you, kids. I hear you. But I'm just pointing out something. If the same thing with Richmond, the same thing if Jalen Brown was into the same thing, he would be miles better than everybody on his team and just on some bad teams. Yeah, that's fair. That's but ask me if I think Rich if, if I think Mitch Richmond belong in the Hall of Fame. Does Mitch Richmond belong in the Hall say- of Fame? No, but he's there. So we say that Jalen Brown is going to make it. But here's the thing. Jalen Brown is in a different situation. You're a number two on a team that may never win a championship. You're a number two. It's a a lot of teams like that. I mean, who is a number two, a domestic number two on a team? Everybody that that was everybody that was robbing to Carmelo Anthony. Hold on. And how many of them are in the Hall of Fame? What, what are we doing? Some of, some of them haven't even announced retirement yet first, but uh, everybody that was second fiddle to Chris, Carmelo. J.R. Smith finna get in the Hall of Fame? J.R. Smith I finna go? J.R., I think when he announced retirement, I think J.R. squeaks in there bare. Squeaks in there. He's not a first ballot. He's not a first ballot, but he get in there. Uh, I, I, I can't. J.R. in a bubble. J.R. in a bubble, bro. He on a bubble. My... <laughs> My, my beige brethren, I can't go with you on that one. JR not making the Hall of Fame. Bro, JR is, uh, bro, y'all forget JR from Denver and New York. Like, JR is like sixth man of the year. He, he was, like, he was, he was a, a smart Crawford with a juke, with a Gucci belt. What are we doing here? What are I, we doing? Exactly. It's the bat. What I'm trying to show you is the basketball Hall of Fame is not that. Like, players you don't expect to get into the Hall of Fame, they get in. I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Is it possible that he makes it in? Yes. But if I'm thinking of Hall of Fame, I'm thinking of 
you were one of the best players or there is some outstanding accomplishments or achievement. Because again, Mo Cheeks, while he was not, if you look at his numbers outside of steals, he does not look that impressive. If you know what Mo Cheeks was defensively, you know that man was a menace for a decade and a half. For a decade and a half, if you saw Mo yeah, on that court, I get what you're you had to pay yeah. attention to, when you Tony were Tony Allen, yeah, because Tony Allen, no, I don't think he, you know, he he wouldn't get any. any but the, and that's my point. It's a different, it's a different ball game now, and people are paying more attention and giving more scrutiny to the Hall of Fame than ever before. Especially when you look at all these other sports Hall of Fames and how difficult it is to get in. The NFL Hall of Fame, bro. Drew Pearson had to cry for like twenty years to get in. Bro didn't just get in because he was a great player. Bro had to sit there and be mad every year. You know the perfect comparison that Jalen Brown is if he has zero rings. And Jalen Brown still has a potential to get a ring at some point in his yeah, career. Of he has, he has a potential. Yeah. If you take away his rings, Jalen Brown is Joe Dumars. If we're talking about his position on a team, him being a number two, yeah. his productivity, his 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 two way yeah. ability, I can see it. I can see it. I get that. I get I that. Mean, but I you mean, know the difference. Without his you rings, is Joe Dumars in the Hall of Fame? But you know, but you know the difference. Joe Dumars was never the reason that they lost. He showed up in the playoffs every time. Joe D showed up. I think he the Celtics up. was the reason that they lost. I mean, they biggest you know contributor on the floor was Derek White. My brother in Christ. They four best players didn't my, show up. My brother in Christ. And who was one of those four best players? That's, but, but you say like, we having this conversation. We having this conversation as if it's solely Jalen Brown's fault. That's like saying Vinny the Microwave Johnson was the Pistons' best player and like Joe Dumars has no culpability in him not showing up. <laughs> like, bro, what? He does, but I'm saying this was a sale job by the entire Celtics, not yes, just Jalen Brown. Bro, it was, it was but, but I have argued all along. Here's, here's my thing. I have argued all along that if you're talking about him being a Hall of Famer, then he needs to do something Hall of Fame worthy. He needs to show some Hall of Fame worthy. And honestly, honestly, this series more so than make me think, hmm, maybe Jalen Brown will make it, has me looking at Tatum like, brother, did I speak too soon about you? Did I speak too soon? Did I speak too soon? Because I don't care how good you are. Number one, everybody hates Boston now. That's a super exciting development in the world. I love that for the world. Great that everybody's on that train now. Second of all, if you leave without a ring and you were the number one in Boston, didn't get a ring, and and for, for what, 15, 20 years, however long we think Tatum plays, and he doesn't get a ring? Oh, brother, this guy stinks. We should never get close. <laughs> He should never, because there's always something with Tatum. There's always something. But Tatum is young, and so is Jay, uh Brown. They got the opportunity. But I'm saying if their career trajectory continues the way it is now, it seems like, in the words of, of Usher Raymond, they're going nowhere fast. They've reached their climax. But now, speaking of whether or not this team has reached their climax, what do the Celtics do next? Because I don't want to keep talking about Jalen Brown. We can talk all we, day we, night about whether or not he belongs in the Hall of Fame, but what do the Celtics do from here? Give the Celtics this core, give them one more year. They've been close. They've been to the finals. They have that experience. They can win a championship. The reason, after, especially after watching last night's game, after watching Jalen Brown's inability to, to drive, it, let's talk about some successful teams in the NBA. We've seen the Warriors get off a dynasty. When you look at the Warriors' offense, what do you see? Uh, great shooters and ball movement. Ball movement, screens. When you, when you see them play the game, you say, yo, this is the Warriors' system. 
Yeah, for sure. Even though they had some coaching changes, when you got LeBron on the floor, you look at the Lakers team, you can see that they have a system. They want to get to the basket at all. When you look at Denver, Denver is in the finals right now. Denver has a system. They play through the big man. They run a lot of horn sets for a center, which is unheard of, but he's great with the ball, so it makes sense. There are three of us on this podcast that watch a lot of basketball. Tell me one set that the Celtics run. Uh, just the one with Marcus Smart dribble across the baseline, throw it to the top of the key, and then Jason Tatum try to isolate, but then he can't isolate, and then he kick it to somebody to shoot it. The um, Celtics are playing. Go ahead. Oh, uh, I, I know at the end of the game, at end game, they run that play where uh, they set an elevator screen for Tatum where he's really the decoy, and they want to get it to either Brown or Smart in the corner afterwards. But they generally, whoever the inbounder is, never really looks over there. So it ends up being Tatum taking a bad contested shot. Exactly. Majority of this game that y'all are watching from the Celtics, they playing wreck ball. They just ISO, dribble, dribble, take a bad shot, get up the floor. They need to hire a coach to be on that coaching staff to call plays specifically for their offense, out-of-bounds plays. I mean, we've even had experience to where they say, y'all, our coach don't really call plays. We just, you know, we just out there hooping. Have a coach come in and call plays and give it one season with that core and see what it does. It may didn't really call plays, but he had them locked in defensively. And, and we don't know what the result of that was going to be. We didn't see a full season under Eme. Well, yeah, he couldn't stay, stay not being horny. But anyway, um, I digress. But. Can I? Can I? So, so I'm going to tell you this. I don't think that you give this team uh, one more year. I think you move some pieces while they still worth something. You, you make something shape while they still worth something. As far as the core... Shop them all. Shop them all. See what, see what craziness you could get. And let me tell you why you shop them all. Because at the end of the day, you let all of them know. All of y'all are on notice. Actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, I don't think any of them are mentally tough enough for that, except Marcus Smart. Make <laughs> say, you're under surveillance. Hey, hey, let them know. <laughs> let them know. Because you know what? Because I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. They've had multiple years of being together, and there have been some years of turmoil, sure. Sure, there have been some things that they couldn't necessarily control. Sure. At some point in time, the excuses got to run out. They got to run out. They got to run out. They, you, I, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. This is the, the sports. The sports world ain't about numbers. It's about alphabets. In the words of uh, Eric Bieniemy, it's about the alphabets, and only alphabets that matter is W or L. And every time they get to the playoffs, it seems like the Celtics find a way to collect four of the males in one of these series. So if I'm them, I say, you know what? We can linger on the precipice of very good or we can go do something to be great. But I'm going to tell you this. I'm not going to lose with the same regime for six, seven, eight years. Something going to happen. Somebody got to figure something out or else one of y'all is gone. And, and again, with what we just saw out of Brown in this series, more turnovers than assists. With what we just saw out of Brown this series, getting filleted. Get <laughs> that man was lambasted by Caleb Martin. 
Hey, hey, Caleb Martin Hooper. I, I, I learned that. I learned that the hard way. Caleb Martin Hooper. Again, the man lived His across brother? the hall. <laughs> Again, the man lived across the car from me at College Inn. More power and love to him. I agree. He's a baller. Says his brother Car- Cardi Cartier. No, it's uh, Caleb and Cody. Caleb Cody. Cody. Okay. Yeah. But I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this. If we're having discussions about whether or not you're a Hall of Famer, you cannot get cooked by that guy. That can't Agreed. happen. Agreed. That cannot happen. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this with the substance of do from here, right? I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. And I agree. I agree with you. And guy, now some would agree with you. Here's the thing. You don't pay Jalen Brown $295 million. You do not. That is an average of $59 million over the next five years. Do you know what you could do with $59 million in the NBA? Damian Lillard is not getting paid $59 million on average for, for the rest of his contract. He might be closer to it now with his new deal, but he's not getting that. Anthony Davis is not getting $59 million a year for the next five years on average. And just about everybody in the league other than Wardell, Seth, and Curry is close to that. So if I were the Celtics, I would do two things. One, right? Find you a younger Al Horford because Al Horford is still a solid piece. He's still a a do-it-all big man. But the comparison with him and Brooke Lopez, it needs to stop right away. He is past that window. He's definitely past that window. Yes, he can give you service for minutes, but he is also someone that shot O for something twice this series. Twice. Which means his best days are behind him. So you you keep Al Horford for the regular season and let him be a mentor to the young guys because he does bring that voice to the locker room. But it's time to have a discussion, right? If you can't pay Jalen Brown, you know he's eligible for $295 million. He was second team All NBA. He is eligible for a supermax. Yeah, you know what I'm doing. You know what I'm doing. Hey Pelicans. Hey Pelicans. Hey Pelicans. Listen, I know a guy over there that is not happy hooping with y'all, but he can hoop. I got two guys over here that y'all won't even remember who Zion is if y'all get him. But we need Brandon Ingram for. You telling me they they turned down an offer of Jalen Brown? And one of them shooters over there on the bench for Brandon Ingram. I mean, if you trade Pritchard, the city of Boston might right. <laughs> well, 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 I was thinking that, I was thinking a little more. Ooh, that actually wouldn't be a bad deal. If you trade right. Brandon Ingram and Jalen Brown, right. what does that do? That gives you another ball handler. That gives you another score that can score at all three levels and can put the ball on the floor. And mm-hmm. it also takes a lot of pressure off Tatum. Because right now, when, when Brown ain't got it, you could double Tatum. You could pack. Miami ran a 2-3 zone against one of the best three-point shooting teams in the league. Which is crazy. If you switch Jalen Brown and Brandon Ingram, and you throw him, let's say you give him Michael Brogdon, right? With that deal. And then they give you back um, Trey Murphy or somebody. Or, or the guy that could defend over. I can't think of his name. Help me out. Help me out. The Jose Alvarado. Yeah, Jose Alvarado, yeah. right? You do them two for two swaps, I guarantee you the Pelicans would be like, Zion, you're expendable now. You're expendable now. Because Jalen Brown is a slightly better player than Brandon Ingram, but the Celtics don't need someone that caliber that can't dribble the basketball. They need somebody that can dribble the basketball. 
And he'll be a seamless fit on a team with a lot of ball handlers in the Pelicans. And now you can shop Zion Williamson and go get you something else. I I feel that. And that's that I'm again, I I'm all for it. I'm all for at least letting this core know, hey y'all, the seat should feel a little warm under your butts right now. The seat is getting a little warm for you. It's getting a little uncomfortable in here. Because uh my brother in Christ, we are not about to lose like this again. For what? How many years is this with this core being together? It's been five. It? It's been five years. Yep. Okay. But 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 three of the years they ran to Brian, right? Yeah. And they were yeah, they were yeah, babies. So, they so. were babies. I'll give them the first three. I'll give them the first three. They were babies. Y'all look a little older now, ain't you? Yeah, a little. Yeah, twenty six, a little bit. 20, 26 and twenty four is you you you. Jason Tatum, little one, wasn't even born yet back then, was he? Little what is it? Little Ace? Little, little Ace was alive. Deuce. Deuce. <laughs> Deuce, little Deuce wasn't alive back then, was he? I'll give you that. But now, uh, brother, Deuce doing post game interviews. Deuce does post game interviews. <laughs> well, you know, I'm just saying. You know, it's by the time we saw uh, little Riley Curry go from on dad's lap to doing post game interviews, that man had about what three of them things, three of yeah. them. My brother in Christ. That time, you know, what they say on Space Jam, time keep on ticking, ticking, ticking <laughs> into the future. Because that's where this is going. That's where this is going. So, Not, not going to lie. The Celtics not down and out, though. I think they go. No, they're not. They're, down. they're fine. They, they get one more piece, and, and they, they got to trade Brown, though. You do not pay him that money. You do not. I will say, I will say, I do 100% agree that they're one piece away. They are. They're one good not even very good. If you're good at the NBA level, a good playmaker away, one good playmaker, one good rim defender away from Yeah, because right now, they, would y'all both agree their best playmaker is Marcus Smart right now? Yeah, and that's not a good. That's not good. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. not good. That's not a that's And not then a good off the bench, off the bench, Derek Wright do a pretty good job, so, but that's still not good. So hear me out. Hear me out. We all know the Suns want to get rid of Chris Paul. I, no, I, I, no, I, sw- no, I swear to you, I was no, about to say he's no, Chris Paul to Boston. No, hear me out. No, hear me out. Hear no, me out. No, hear me out. No, hear me out. No, hear me out. I, I can't hear, hear this out, Gibbs. Hear me out. 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 Think about how much Chris Paul is old. And think about the fact that the Suns have already made it publicly known. We don't want this man back. I don't think you'd have to give up that much to get him. You don't have to give up much, but, but Gibbs, that's how, bro, you realize, right? If you do that, that means you either A, have to pay JB close to that $295 million to keep him, and B, you still have to pay Chris Paul the remaining amount no, of that deal. I don't think, I think at that point in time, you tell JB, listen, give us one year on the cheap. Give us one year on the cheap. If you want a championship to prove it. I'm not hey, doing listen, that. I, I'm not saying that he would do it. I'm saying after this last series, if I'm the Celtics front office, I don't care what you did in the regular season, brother. We're not here for the regular season anymore. We, How many banners we got? I don't care how many of them didn't come after the Reagan administration. How many banners do we have? <laughs> we want another one. Aren't the Lakers and the Celtics both battling for 18? Well, guess what? Yeah. We, can't, we can't battle for 18 in Cancun, brother. We can't do it. That NBA Finals is on hardwood, not on the soft beach. You got to, you got to do what you got to do. Give us one year. 
We're not going to pay you dirt, and we guarantee you, if you win us one, we'll give you the Supermax for however many years. However, however many years you and your agent want. Give us one chip. I, I, I don't think that's a bad move at all. I don't know, bro. And listen, I don't, I don't think... Y'all see the bro. He ain't and listen, play. I don't think that... But here's the deal. Here's the deal. With the amount of pressure that he takes off of both Tatum and Brown during the regular season, number one, and number two, the mentorship... What point guards has Marcus Smart played with to, like, help him develop his passing? I mean, people disrespect him a lot, but Kyrie's a good passer, but he didn't pass in Boston. But that's what I'm saying. Like, Boston Kyrie was not objectively – Ah. There were some things no, going if on. He was, if he was Brooklyn Kyrie in Boston, then I would say he has had that because yeah, Brooklyn but, Kyrie is... But he's never had a point guard that was truly pass for... Hey, listen, Marcus, we know the scoring ain't yeah. your thing, but here's how to increase your ability to both score and pass. Hey, we got a point guard for that. It, you work out... And listen, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. What do the Suns need more than anything? I'd the say ability depth. to stretch the floor in defense. I, I'd say depth. I'd say the Suns need depth at depth. a high level right now. Yeah. The Celtics so got you, a you deep go, bench. You think, you think the Suns going to take Grant Williams and Brogdon for Chris Paul? And a pick? That'll yes. be solid. Yes. What more are they going to get than that? What, you what you, you double get? KD and Booker, you kick it to Grant Williams in the corner. I think that's I think that's a good look. Uh, but, but my my question is this. What more are they going to get? What more are they going to get? The only problem is the money. Mm-hmm. The, that's the only problem with this trade, the money. If you can work out the money, everything That's what I was going to say, up. bro. Like You have to kind of like... Grant Williams is like $5 million and Brock is like $10 million. So you still need to add some, like, bro, because Chris Paul makes so much money, you have to almost give up a second or third option to get him. Like, you realize that, right? I mean, that's fair, but at the end of the day... You would have to give up Marcus Smart, theoretically, to get him. At, so how close are they to the luxury tax and how averse are they to paying it? How averse are they to say, I mean, you know what? It's, 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 well, it's Boston. It's Boston. They'll pay it. But what I'm but saying. That's what I'm saying. Pay it. And think about this. You're paying that for Chris Paul for a year or two. And you tell Chris, brother, if you don't win us a championship year one, we're going to buy you out. And that's just what this is going to be. I, I hear you. The Chris Paul thing is, is cool, but I, y'all act like he pissed the drop in the playoffs. I, I'm just saying. Respectfully. I'm not saying that he has. What I'm saying is he's the type of guy that takes a large playmaking load off of your team, and the team that he's currently on wants to get rid of him. And Boston needs a playmaker. Uh, I'm not saying that sometimes it ain't always about getting the prettiest girl on the dance floor to dance with you. Sometimes it's about getting the girl that's into the same things you are. And this is a moment where these two are matched up and they into the same stuff. They want to watch the MCU together. They want to go on picnics and long walks together. Okay? This is what this team needs. They need a playmaker. Chris Paul needs a place where he can potentially get a ring so people stop calling him CP0 rings. That He's at the end of his career. He knows that that twilight is fading into darkness. He knows I can't hold on. I can either... Chris Paul knows he has one of two options. Hold on to that 30 mil a year or go win the championship. Because nowhere where he holds that 30 mil a year is he going to win the championship. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Is there any place that he can hold on to that and go win a chip? No, I I like him a lot. And hear me out. I liked him a lot in Miami or so, because I think Miami, they've grown the pieces to trade for him too. I like them a lot in Miami because I think 
between him, Jimmy, and Bam, they they put the puzzle pieces together with Eric Spolstra and Spolstra will use CP3 the correct way. I just don't see a world where think about the starting lineup if you add Chris Paul, bro. It's a lot shorter and a lot less defensively sound because Chris Paul does not play defense at a high level anymore. Okay. So so your starting lineup would be what? Chris Paul, Smart, Brown, Tatum, and who would be your five? Robert Williams, Robert Williams? Al Horford, yeah. Yeah, Robert Al. I mean, don't get that me wrong. Sounds solid to me. Like, I was just about to say, like, yes, that's not the best defensive lineup we ever heard of, but and if you kept the held on to Marcus Smart off the bench, you had Marcus Smart, you had uh Pritchard, you have um You got Derek White still there. Yeah, Derek White. It makes sense, but I just the amount you gotta give up to get him on that Boston team, and then you gotta pay JB to keep him. That's a lot of money tied up, Gibbs. That's a lot of money, man. And listen, and, and again, I never said that this was gonna be a cheap option. I never said, hey, this is going to be a real, real easy, real cheap type of deal. No, no. You got to do what you got to do. But if they willing to go into that salary cap for a year, trade off a couple pieces, whatever the case may be, like, hey, they already in the luxury tax for, I want to say, $4 million. But to that to that end, Jalen Brown is already making $32 million. Hey, we'll dig, dig, we'll dig a little deeper. We'll dig a little bit. I, deeper I was thinking of even somebody like Spencer Dinwiddie on that team. You know, that's the cheap I mean, option. <laughs> and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Spencer Dinwiddie is a cheap option. Does he move the needle? I think he does. He's a playmaker. He's a veteran. He don't have to be the top one through five best player on the team. He can lead your second unit, and he can still play defense at a decent level. A man that was arguing. With Kyle Kuzma. Hey, listen, and listen, listen, people, listen. And didn't listen, have people listen, definitively listen. come out and say, he's the better player. What are you doing? <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. This is a guy who is a playmaker. They need a playmaker. Sure. He's not the level of playmaker that I think takes you to like, all right, you're on they the need- precipice. To a champion. I they need a playmaker because their best playmaker is Marcus Smart. And I don't think Dinwiddie is leaps and bounds ahead of Marcus Smart. Yeah, I think he's ahead of Marcus Smart, but I don't think he's enough ahead to where I'm like, they're good now. Yeah. They're good knees. They're they're all right. I don't well, I don't think they reach D-Lo gonna be with Shanghai Sharks. They can grab D-Lo too. But anyway, we can go yeah, into the yeah, I'm I'm listen, all I'm saying is all I'm saying is there's there's conversations to be had here, but I think that if the Celtics want to be Real serious about this, they go to Chris Paul and say, listen, you got two options. Hold that 30, hold a ring. Or, or you know, get a ring that you're not just holding from Brian. Get a ring that ain't from you having to save vows. Because that's the only one you got. So you better be real loyal to your wife, brother. Hey, yo. You better be real loyal. <laughs> yo. yo. You better be real loyal. I want Gibbs arrested. I'm just, hey, say what you want, but ask Carmelo how it felt when Lala took the ring back from him. That man was crying and throwing up. He probably didn't even care about the marriage for real. He just said, my only ring gone now. Is that what you want, CP? You could have that 30 million. You could have that 30 million a year. Or you could have a ring. That's that's what I, if I was their front office, I'd hit his agent, tell him, hey, this was going on. What can we do about it? What can we make happen and leave it at that? But now, trade ZP to Toronto. (laughs) Oh, oh, Lord. What would you even get from Toronto for CP? (laughs) 
<laughs> Spicy spin Siakam. Double X button Siakam. In the paint. Ready to rock. That boy got old go acrobat. Boy, that man. Hey, somebody said this about uh, Jalen Brown, and I'll never forget it. They said, that man doesn't have a bag. He has a coin purse. I said, oh, my God. (laughs) But anyway, we got to move on to these finals, okay? We got to move on to these finals because, like I just said, you know, we talking about bags. We ain't no bag deeper than Jokic's. That man got a Louis Duffel, one-legged step back. When did you practice that shot that we ain't never seen before? And and we're looking at that team going up against the Heat team that is, aside from the last few games, they've been hot as fish grease throughout this playoffs. I don't think that anybody is playing more together as a unit. Who do y'all have in these finals, fellas? Um, so I desperately want to see Jimmy get a championship. I think he earned it. I think he deserves it. I think the Nuggets still have a window uh, if they lose this year. Um, it's one of the best playoff runs I remember ever seeing, not just from Jimmy, but from a team as a whole. I can't recall. The last eight seed to make the finals was the 99 Knicks and one that don't count because who was trying to watch Allen Houston season, hoop right. in two. It was a lockout season. I think they played 50 games. Um, it was a lot of teams hurt because it was such a shortened season. Hey, shout out to make the finals. Shout out to Allie. I'd have no Everybody was hurt. Who was they starting five, man? I want to say it was, was probably Charlie was Mark Ward. Jackson still on that team? He was gone, wasn't he? He could have been there. He was off the bench, I think. He was off the bench. Oh, I think he was off the. I think Charlie crazy. Ward was starting. That's Allen Houston. Oh. Oh. Marcus Camby. Hey, stop Camby playing. Was, there was Camby was over there? He was there. Oh. Yeah, Camby was over there. Was Othella Harrington? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see. Let me see. You see, you in the deep bag with Othello Harrington, but he was not there. Ah, uh, what was, was was Mark Jackson still there? Um, Mark Jackson was not there. No. Charlie Ward. Uh, Charlie Ward was n- yes. Charlie Ward was there. Yep. Uh, Allen Houston. Yep. Allen Houston was there. Yep. Yep. That was Sprewell wasn't there yet, right? No, Sprewell was there. He was Sprewell okay. Was yeah. Yeah, Sprewell was there. Oh. Uh, I, I don't really think I could give you uh, Chris Childs Chris Childs was there yeah. Chris Dudley was there too Boy, boy You in a bag today, Josh You in a bag today Grandmama was there? Uh, Yeah, he was He was I still don't think I who was starting at the four though Was Kurt Thomas at the four? Man, this, this man Josh is in the bag This man Josh is in the bag Kurt Thomas was the four. All right, that's all I got. You, but guess what? You named the entire starting five. It was okay. Ewing, Thomas, Ward, Johnson, Houston. Okay. Yeah, that was and Chris Dudley started a few games as well. But you I didn't know Ewan was still there. I thought Ewan was in Orlando at that point. No, nope. He yeah, started. Everybody by, was hurt that year. Though. Yeah, but that yeah. was ugh, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. But, 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 but with all that being said, first eight seed making it to the final since since that team. Um, however, the Nuggets in five. This man is a basketball encyclopedia. I'm grossed out that he guessed all these players. <laughs> Thank you, man. This is if I could transfer all of the knowledge I know to random rosters to something else, I would. But you know what? 
I figure one you know, day some sports trivia show gonna come around and it's gonna finally be my moment, man. You know who else was on that team? Papa Brunson. What? Papa Brunson was on that team. Rick Brunson was on that team. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pops was on that team. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. So, Chris, what you got happening in these finals? Josh got Nuggets man. in five. What you got? I really, really want the Heat to win. I really want the Heat to win. I think Jimmy Butler has shown he can be the number one on the championship team. I think this, going to the finals twice is not a fluke. Right. Um, and, and I think that he's shown that in the playoff time, there is no better performer than Jimmy Butler. I think he's made a team and found a home down in Miami for the remainder of his career. And I think he stepped up and became that next. Only thing Jimmy was missing when he was in Chicago was that next leadership aspect. You know, like Jimmy was really missing that in Chicago. And he was, you, you remember, Jimmy struggled being a leader in the locker room when he went to Minnesota and Philly. Like he really struggled. And I think that wasn't Jimmy's fault. Neither one of those were Jimmy. Yeah, the, 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 them boys just went and yeah, cut like you that. Look at, when you look at the, <laughs> hey, very seriously, very seriously. When you count the young boys that were around him, right? So you had what Wiggins, you had Cat, you had uh, Embiid, you had Ben Man. Simmons, and you had. Could you throw Tobias Harris in there or no? He was a young guy. Okay, Tobias yeah. is like twenty six. Of of those of those four, you have who that has like elevated their level of play since Jimmy. I'd say Just Embiid. Joel. Just so Everybody else yeah. has either fallen off a cliff or basically stayed the same player, just in a better situation. Andrew Wiggins is cool. still the same guy he was. He's just in a situation where he don't got to be number one no more. Yeah. Cat, they picked up another center. My brother in Christ. They <laughs> traded their future for another center while you're on the roster. Ben Simmons, Nihau, Nihau, brother Simmons. <laughs> Or, or wait, I don't even know if the Shanghai Sharks will want him. He he might have to go over to Japan. Dura Somebody got a score. He didn't even want to play at LSU, bro. He ain't going to think about playing in no China, bro. Ben Simmons retired so he do that, bro. Well, you might as well get your AARP card ready, brother. Because uh, <laughs> that, that the last coach to ever speak about Ben Simmons said what? You can't put him on the floor with big guys because then where do you get your spacing from? You can't put him on the court with small guys because then where do you get your rebounding from? That, they just said you're unplayable, brother. Uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but if your options are retired before going to China, go to China. Uh, congratulations on early retirement, I guess. Like, you know, I'm, I'm gonna but, say this. I'm gonna say this though. Jimmy's shown that he could be a leader, and Jimmy's shown that you know it don't take all of the superstars to get to the finals, right? It just right. takes you to be the guy to give your team the effort and the willpower to get to the finals, right? Absolutely. And being the number one player on your team. Jimmy has done a good job of that. Now, that being said, do they have the horses in the stable <laughs> to keep up with the Nuggets? Joker is another guy that doesn't have what you would call a bona fide superstar on his team, right? Jamal Murray's great, but he's not a bona fide superstar. Gibbs, you're looking at me kind of funny, but Jamal I'm, I'm Murray, he ain't touched that superstar <laughs> realm yet. I'm going to tell you this. 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 If there was a playoff series that started tomorrow, and somebody said, hey, 
you've got to pick a team, but your first pick has to be somebody's number two. Somebody's number two. And AD is excluded. Anybody who's in the playoffs, anybody who made the playoffs, AD and the Suns number two excluded. Who's number two would you take? Would you take Jalen Brown over Jamal Murray for a playoff series? Would you? And they got to be my number one? They got to be your guy. They got to be your guy. Mm. Would you take Jamal Murray over? Uh, I mean, would you take uh, Jalen Brown over Jamal Murray? Out of everybody in the playoffs, you saying, I got to be somebody's somebody's number number two. two, And they got to be my number number one. They got to be your number one. The only person I can even think of that would be in that conversation other than AD and Book or KD, whichever one you decide to do, is Harden. That's it. That's the only That's who I was going with. I was trying to decide Harden. But it's one other guy. It's one other guy, too, that I hate to say this, but nah. I was going to say Triple J, Jared Jackson Jr. Because long-term-wise, he's, you know, his trajectory, he'd be up there in the same class as Jamal Murray. But For sure. That's the only other one I was debating on. For sure. But for, for me personally, when I look at when I look at who they are and I say, well, wait a minute now, who do I trust more to show up in the playoffs? One guy is known for going off for 50 in a few games in the playoffs. Another guy is known for eight turnovers when you need him most. Yeah, so. yeah. You got a point there. You got a point there. But he's also still not a bona fide superstar, though. He's not like everybody in the room be like, oh, he's a superstar. He's a, he's definitely an all-star player, level player, but he's not a bona fide superstar on a day-to-day basis. I, I think he's not a bona fide stu- superstar because of the market he plays in. I'm sorry. Exactly. You that, can't, yeah, you can't I give agree me a with reason. That. You can't give me a reason if, if Jamal Murray was in L.A., if he played for either one of the New York teams, his face would be everywhere. His face would be everywhere. Do you know what this man just did against the Lakers? Yeah, 32. I, I watched it. 32 and a half again. 32 and a half, five assists, uh, three steals again, again, 40% for three again. But but and, that, that leads me to my point though, Gibbs. Do the Heat have enough horses in the stable? I think that they have the most defenders that can make the Nuggets more uncomfortable. But at the end of the day, they have no answer for Joker. And if they find an answer for Joker, that zone ain't going to work against them. Them boys oh, shoot the blood. Oh, no. Them boys shoot the blood. They shoot the blood to, out that ball. Yeah. And, 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 and the only other team shoot the blood out the ball is the Heat. And we see when they cool off, they, they come back to reality against themselves when they cool off. So 100%. I got Denver in three, if that's possible. But honestly, I think this is a quick job. Um, I, I think the Denver sweep the Heat. I think that the Heat played with their food too much in Boston. They came back to earth. We saw the real Heat in the regular season came out a little bit. Then they went back to playoff Heat. I know this is who they are in the playoffs, but I don't see a world where they stop the Denver Nuggets, a well-rested, healthy Denver Nuggets team, four quarters in, in one game. I don't think they stop them four quarters in one game. So Miami Heat, Miami Vice, JT, and Young Miami, don't matter. Nuggets are four. <laughs> Uh, Miami Boulevard, Miami, don't matter. Don't matter. Congratulations to the Denver Nuggets on your first ever NBA championship. Uh, I want to extend congratulations to y'all right now. I just want to let y'all know, don't don't ever say nobody believe in y'all. Don't ever say nobody in the media believed in y'all, because guess what? When everybody was saying that there was no shot and that y'all was playoff choker, there was somebody 
who had y'all in mind, <laughs> who had y'all by the heart this whole time. Okay? And I've been here. With that until, being said. Until they played LeBron. Until they played LeBron. And even when they played LeBron, what did I say? I think that the Lakers win, but whoever wins this series is going to win the chip. Whoever wins this okay, series is going to win the okay, chip. Okay, but you didn't pick them against the Lakers. Though. I can't give you that. I can't but I started, I started, when we started the playoffs, who did I say was to go take it? We started, you said, Denver. The Nuggets. When they played the Lakers, I said, all right, LeBron still ain't had his true LeBron game yet. So he might have a two or three of them stacked up. The foot injury was worse than I thought. I own that, but guess what? I've been with the Nuggets from the jump. I've been with the Nuggets. I, I ain't never. Hey, 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 hey guy, you ain't excused. Me and Gibbs picked the Nuggets as number one seed to the West when you picked the Clippers, by the way. So, hey, I, I and listen, like, I was on the boat I, I, when I jumped off. I'll accept my L. And can I say this? That's my man. I'm going to stick beside him. Joker info. That man is, is doing something <laughs> crazy. <laughs> that man is doing something crazy. And here's the thing. When you look at Joker's numbers against the Lakers, you would say like, dang, like the Lakers didn't have no answer for him either. They wasn't doing nothing. They did everything. It was not like he was shooting open shots. It wasn't like the Denver's ball movement was just that elite that it was producing him. This man was literally shooting one-legged step backs from three. Yeah. And cash. Somebody said Jokic hoop like he got old flip-flops. I mean, he do. <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, bro. I, he, I, he, I, his shot form is for sure. Hey, let me get one up, nephew. He for sure got, let me get one up, nephew, shot form. Hey, hey, but it works. Hey, bro. Hey, bro, I hate to say this, but I knew Joker was with, was with the ring this year when, when everybody was talking about the MVP before the game, right? And Joker was just standing there not even paying him no mind. Like, he ain't really care about the MVP. But he went out to the game. His daughter and his wife, or I don't know if he married, but his daughter and whoever his baby mama is, right, was waving at him. And he did like this to his daughter. And his daughter did it back. I was like, oh, this man on a mission. He he, he don't care about no envy. That poor brother got his two-year-old waving her hand over her ring finger. <laughs> and he's doing it back, like, in front of the other team. Like, and this is mid, this is like the Lakers series had just started. I was like, yeah, that that brother, he he on a mission this year. That, that brother. And, and I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to tell you, I have always believed in Jamal Murray whenever he is healthy. To me, he is the best Robin in the game. Let me tell you why he is the best Robin in the game. He knows he's Robin. Mm, it's something beautiful about that. It's I, something I think it's a lot of players understanding that. that now, though. I think it's a lot of players understanding that now. But but most of the guys who understand that aren't at Jamal Murray's level, and they don't compliment their Batman in the same way. They don't uh, compliment Jamal Murray yeah. and Joker's like a Kobe and Shaq modern era. I ain't gonna lie. Everything that Joker needs, he can do. Oh, hey, I need to post this guy up. I, I, he's good at ripping the ball for me. Let me post him up. Oh, sure. I can handle the ball and get it to you. Oh, my God. They playing me out at the three-point line. Hey, somebody get to the rim and get me a decent finish. He can do that for you. Oh, you know, I'm just not feeling it tonight. They doubling me. I need somebody that can drop in 30. Average 30 twice this. Average 30 in two series this playoffs. Hey, I'm your guy. 30 on 50% shooting from the field and 40% from the three, by the way. He's the best Robin there is. And I'd even go as far to say he's a better Robin than Kyrie was in, in Cleveland. And I mean that with all my heart and soul because, again, he knows he's Robin. Mm, there's some power to that. It's some power to that, boy. That man made me want to put on my, my, my deacon robe and start preaching in here because there's some power to knowing who you are. 
It's so much power to that in this world that most of these Robins don't understand. All of these Robins want to be Batman so bad that they relinquish that power to be a great Robin. But Jamal Murray, he knows. He knows. You know what I mean? When that man got hurt, what did he say? Hey, man, y'all going to trade me, ain't you? Y'all don't want me here no more. They say, you're our guy. We love you. We ain't getting rid of you. You ours regardless. Mm, it's some power in being Robin. It's some power. <laughs> but anywho, yeah, I got the uh, I got the Nuggets info, man. I, I don't... This is I the love second the highest favorite uh, NBA Finals since the 2018 Warriors. Hey, hey listen, I, I love the Heat culture, and I really do want to see Jimmy get one as well. I like if I'm proven to be wrong here, this will be one of the times where like I'm least upset ever to be wrong because Jimmy getting Jimmy proving me wrong and getting the finals would make my heart smile a little bit. As much as I love being right, Jimmy getting one would make me happy. But my brother in Christ. All them uh, undrafted players is is good, but you said that's cute. you know that's cute. They, <laughs> let me tell you, let me tell you, you're going up against a bunch of role players that understand their role that got drafted. Man, is it gonna be tough? It's gonna be tough. Aaron Gordon for years was trying to be a number one option down there in Orlando. As soon as they realized, you know what, you're not that, but you can be a really good third option. You'd be a really good defender in third or fourth option. It's going amazing for him. He's looked amazing. MPJ is a ball stopper supreme. He is a ball stopper supreme. But you know what? He also knows I'm not that guy. I'm not the first. I ain't going to lie, bro. I ain't going to lie. The the Denver, they drafted this team very strategically. Like, oh, so how do you get lucky with Joker and then get lucky with, like, the perfect pieces around Joker? Like, Jamal Murray was like not a yeah. not a high rated player out of Kentucky. He was good, but not high rated. No, Jamal was, was a top fifteen. He was a top 10, 15 guy. He was a lottery guy. Yeah, yeah. No, no, he was a lottery, but he wasn't like out of Kentucky. Most guys out of Kentucky go one through five. You, you know that. That's right. Come on, now. that's right. He wasn't like the the I don't I don't think any of us. I don't think any of us expected Jamal Murray to be a two man on a championship roster. Exactly, exactly. And and then. And then they got lucky with MPJ falling down to 14 all the way after all the back surgeries. They got lucky with that. And then they gave up a bag of chips and Skittles for Aaron Gordon. It's just like everything fell into place. And but, then the Nets didn't want to resign Bruce Brown. Then he walked over to KCP. But, but can, I, can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? The, the, the flip side of the power of being Robin is the power of knowing the difference between a Batman and Robin. The worst franchises don't know the difference, and they try to force Robins to be Batman. They try to force Batgirls to be Batman. They try to force that, and it doesn't work out. Orlando should have knew very early. Aaron Gordon is good. He's exciting. He's an amazing dunker, super high flyer. He can develop into more. He'll never be a number one on the championship team. They should have knew that. But what did they do? What did they insist on doing? Well, Nicola's getting kind of old. Well, we know that we tried working through one post player unsuccessfully, but this post player is a little more athletic. We'll be okay. <laughs> now look at you, sitting there looking stupid. But anywho, I digress. I know y'all tired of us talking about Batmans and Robins and, and you know, who's going to be in the playoffs and I'm, who's going to make it out and who the Celtics need to trade for. But come on back next week and the week after that and the week after that. Peace and love, y'all. Yeah,